This is a GRDC podcast. Barley is one of Western Australia's most commercially valuable cereal crops, second only to wheat, and estimated to bring $1 billion into the state's economy annually. However, in this cereal saga, there's another silver medalist that's not so welcomed. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. When it comes to diseases of barley in WA, spot-type net blotch is second only to powdery mildew as a cereal pest. Spot-type, also known as spot-form of net blotch, costs the state around $43 million annually in lost production. Where this fungal disease can be most difficult to manage is in the medium rainfall zones, where knowing what control option to take or how often to apply a fungicide is not as straightforward as it is for growers in a high rainfall zone. So a GRDC Regional Cropping Solutions Network initiated an on-farm foliar fungicide trial at Corrigan, a medium rainfall zone area. Consult Ag agronomist Garen Nell has been involved with the trial for the past three years. We find we're growing more barley these days, so we've got more barley, more susceptible varieties, and we're, hence we're getting more disease. Highest risk is barley on barley crops, but when we get a wet year and the leaves um, stay wet most of the day, that's when the disease really proliferates. Is it easy to identify? Uh, spot type net blotch is very easy to pick. It's a clear, dark spot, and often it's got a bright yellow ring around it. So it's pretty easy to pick, and you can see it gets quite intense um, when the disease really gets going if you haven't managed it. What other symptoms or signs might growers look for? The main symptom is the spotting on the leaves. Um, and generally what we do is we monitor our barley on barley crops first. When it starts building up in there, then we, we start intensively ma- managing or monitoring the whole barley program. So what is it costing growers in control costs and yield losses? Spot type net blotch can cost a lot of growers a lot of money. Uh, there's two real costs. One cost is the cost of control, so uh, applications and the chemical itself. And the other cost is loss yield. So it depends on where you are and what your yield potential is, but it's not uncommon in the high rainfall zone to lose up to half a tonne in yield, whereas in the lower rainfall zones it's more in the order of 1 to 200 kilos per hectare. And this trial is located in the medium rainfall zone, and that's where we've got to be really tactical about our strategies, because some years our crops behave like high rainfall zone, and we have high pressure, and we need more intensive management, and other years the disease takes off slower, more like the low rainfall, and it's really important for growers to be strategic and how they manage the disease in this medium rainfall zone. What outcomes from this trial could growers adopt for spot type net blotch management? This is mostly a fungicide trial, but we're also including other cultural practices, such as burning stubble. And one of the things that's shown over the three years of trials is that where we remove the stubble with the fire, we're getting a 400 kilo yield increase. And that's not just because of disease, but we are measuring lower disease levels with the removal of the stubble. Should burning stubble as a form of disease control be limited in its application? Uh, Where we have barley on barley, I think, and if you have the soil type that's strong enough to handle um, removal of the stubble before seeding, then I think it's a a good strategy because it's a uh, non-chemical way of reducing your disease pressure and letting the early plants get away without disease. How important is it to rotate fungicides? Recently in Western Australia, we've had um, some cases um, on the south coast where spot form of net blotch has been resistant to the older, uh, cheaper fungicides. So it's really important, now we're aware that, the, that there's potential for fungicide resistance, that growers use all tools available and don't j- 
just don't create crops with high disease pressure and don't always use the same control strategy, especially the cheaper end of the spectrum where we've had those chemicals for a lot of time. Growers need to rotate their fungicides and use any method they can with crop rotations and variety choice to drop the disease risk. So using the cheapest option all the time may well be more expensive in the future. Why study tactical foliar fungicide use in these trials? We're doing these trials in the medium rainfall zone where the strategy for farmers is a little harder. In the high rainfall zone, where the yield potential is high and the disease pressure is high, it's really easy to make the spray decision. In the medium rainfall zone, because of variability, it's a harder decision on how many times and what strategy you should adopt. What have been the trial's key outcomes? In a nutshell, we're finding the medium rainfall in WA, where you have high disease pressure early, a two spray strategy is required, usually one at growth stage 31, and then another one at flag minus one. Um, where we have a drier start to the season, we can get away with a one spray strategy, usually targeting flag minus one. Are the results what you expected? Yeah, in, in theory these results are probably expected, but what's really, really shining out is how different they are from one season to the next. So there's value there in the growers getting a feeling for how the season started and then changing their strategy depending on if it's a really wet year or a really dry year. So we're putting figures to what we think would happen. How have yield responses varied as a result of disease pressure? In the high disease pressure year we're finding up to 200 kilo yield response to managing the fungicide. So it's quite a profitable decision for growers to do it. What we've found in the low disease pressure year is that early fungicide isn't required. So growers have an opportunity where the season's off to a dry start to save that fungicide and use that shot later in the year. So often in those dry years we're looking to cut costs and uh, minimise expenditure. So we know we can do that without uh, any opportunity cost. What are the key messages for growers in the high and medium rainfall zones? Really the key messages in the high rainfall zone is just to um, good management of your disease and, and keep the crops clean and have a really good crop rotation to drop your disease pressure. The medium rainfall zone, there's a lot of room for strategy and growers have to be adapt their disease management according to the season. In the low rainfall zone, we're finding, or low rainfall years, the growers only require one fungicide and that's best at the flag minus one stage and it's an opportunity for growers to save costs and still grow a very good crop. Spot type net blotch is a major disease of barley, so what's the bottom line? At the moment we can manage the disease well and the outcomes from this work has been really useful. It's, if we end up with widespread fungicide resistance, it's going to make management a lot trickier in the future. Garen Nill, Consult Ag Advisor, based at Narogen. Any grower in Australia who suspects fungicide resistance in their paddock is encouraged to contact the Centre for Crop and Disease Management in Perth. You'll find an email address and contact number for the fungicide resistance team in this podcast's online show notes. I'm Tony Crowley and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast.